This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. shall come forth as pure gold. Amen. Manifest. Amen. Because that's the design, design that God, amen, have made for us that we will be, even like the earlier song, victory. Amen. Let the church say amen. Let's give this music department, all of our musicians, God bless you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Sometimes you don't miss your water till your well runs dry. Amen. Once again, everybody feel all right today? Well, we come again, stand here behind this sacred desk to declare God's word. Amen. I said to declare God's word. Out of St. John today, the Second chapter, verse 1 through 11 of this second chapter of St. John, of John's writing. Amen. I'll read in your hearing today. Amen. Verse 1 and just a few of the followings. And it says, and the third day, if you can stand, certainly we appreciate if you can't, no, no problem. And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. Jesus said unto her, woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servant, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set three six, three six water pots of stone after the manner of purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firstkins apiece. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pot with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he saith unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. I'll stop right there. Amen. Verse 1 through 8, amen, of the second chapter of St. John. You can read 9, 10, and 11 later. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Well, I would ask that you pray with us today that we would amen, be able to declare God's word in the power and under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And today I would talk to you about th from this thought. Amen. And if you don't mind, repeat after me with a loud voice. And Amen. Say, and they <coughs> live happily ever after. That's what I want to talk about today. Amen. Out of the second 
chapter of John, St. John, writing, amen, and they live happily ever after. Well, my brothers and sisters, today we find Jesus after his baptism by, amen, John the Baptist. We find that upon the uh, baptism that God spoke and said, this is my, amen, beloved son in him, in him whom I am well pleased. And the Bible declared that soon after, God declared the announcement of who he was, that then the Holy Spirit drove Jesus out into the wilderness to be tempted up in the mountain, to be tempted of Satan. The Bible declared that Satan showed up and said to him, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made into bread. Jesus had fasted some 40 days and some 40 nights. He was a hunger. He was a man fatigued. He was a little weary. He was a little tired from the 40-day fasting and battling and fighting Satan. Well, some of y'all act like you didn't have not, amen, had a fight with Satan. Amen. Satan can wear you fatiguely out to where a lot of energy is being spent trying just to keep heads above the water. But I suggest to you today, my brothers and sisters, this text today gives us, amen, the recipe of being happy 24-7. It doesn't mean there won't be any kinks and curves in the road. That's why you have a stirring wheel. Amen. Is to take advantage of it and guide yourself through the curves. Life will have curves for all of us. Amen. But if we are more uh, determined to reach our destiny than being defeated, God will provide and make us a way. This text, amen, after the three temptations there on the mountain, Jesus being 30 years old, his ministry starts and he finds himself invited along with his mother and disciples to Galilee, amen, to a wedding. One of the things that is interesting, interesting to me is in verse 2 where it says, and both Jesus was called. In other words, this section deals with the invitation to the marriage. And Jesus' mother Mary was called and invited, and Jesus also was invited along with his disciples. Amen. And in, with him being invited, that suggests to me that whoever the parents were and whoever the bride and the groom were, amen, who they were is important to check out their, amen, guest list or who they wanted to be at their wedding. They, 
Jesus, I wish I had a witness in here, should always reign among the top of your guests because you're going to need him more, amen, later than you think you do right now. You know, it says here that, and Jesus, along with his disciples, to the marriage. They was going to get married whether Jesus was there or not. The problem comes in, they would not have had everlasting joy without Jesus. I wish I had a witness in here. You, you set an expiration date on whatever you're, amen, seeking to do if you don't acknowledge Jesus in all of your way. Bible says if you do that, he'll direct your paths. Amen. It doesn't mean that you won't have storms. I want you to know that Jesus can handle storms. But one day there was a storm, and the Bible declared that he stepped up from the hinder part of the ship, looked at the wind. I said, looked at the wind. Amen. Pointed his finger at the sea. And amen, and rolled his eyes at lightning and said to lightning, amen, said to the wind, said to the sea, peace, be still. It was roaring like a mean lion, but when Jesus spoke, it laid down like a calm lamb. My brothers and sisters, today you're going to need Jesus when the meal barrel get low. You're going to need Jesus when all of the honey drip off the moon. You're going to have, amen, some trials and tribulation. I don't care who it is. Marriage is hard work. I said again, y'all laughing, but it's the truth. That marriage is hard work. You used to squeezing your toothpaste out of your tube, amen. And she used to rolling it up when you finish. And when you get ready to get your toothpaste, amen, you got to unroll it because you don't like it rolled up. It's marriage is hard. I come to tell you, it is, amen, work, and it is continuous work. In other words, if you invest time in it, if you invest, amen, yourself in it, if you invest, amen, your knowledge in it, and invest prayer, but invite Jesus. If you want to make it, you're going to have to have a lot of Jesus because there are no two people that are alike. And if you decided that you're going to marry whoever you decided you're going to marry, you ought to check with Jesus first because there are some weddings, there are some marriages he won't come to because he know the ending before the beginning. You didn't ask him to order your steps? I wish I had a witness in here. Yeah, you was too hot to trot. Amen. And then you find yourself getting used to each other. Amen. You didn't know she didn't cook. I wish I had a witness in here. And you didn't know he didn't cut grass. <laughs> you got to find, amen, life is, amen, is kind of rough when you want to live it with somebody else. I hear them all the time saying, the love of my life. They don't know as the world turns toward the edge of night, you're going to be, amen, in the hospital, amen, such and, <laughs> 
for tomorrow trying to figure out where the hospital is because he done made you, amen, sick and you need some help. But out of all of that, this family, this couple live happily ever after. My brothers and sisters, if you start right, you can end right. I know there are things happen in life that's out of our control. But if we stay with God, he'll work with you and work on your behalf. The first thing, amen, today in this text, amen, it is, amen, the first miracle of Jesus. It is a miracle where there was, amen, uh, some need for his presence to be there. Sometimes you may not know it, but you may need some people that you want to throw away. Y'all ain't going to help me. Amen. You, you may have to eat crow. Go back and tell them you were sorry because you needed them a little more than you thought you did. Amen. Y'all so quiet in here. I don't know. I'm glad I don't know how many of y'all don't have, you know, I'm glad I don't know how many of y'all got divorces. I really am. So I can say what I want to say today because. I don't know who y'all are. Amen. I just want you to know, amen, you can live happy. You don't have to be sad. Because the joy of the Lord makes you strong. The Bible says it like this. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Even when you want to give up, quit, turn around, stop, throw in the tower, kick the dog, throw the kid up against, amen, the wall. I want you to know God is still in the blessing business. First three through five, amen, gives us the first miracle, amen. And out of the verse three to five, we see, amen, the question of the wine. Somebody said question of the wine. Amen. We also see an invitation to the marriage. The Bible, what then is the question of the wine? Verse three said, and when they wanted wine. The mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. Jesus said unto her, woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. And the mother said unto the servants, whatsoever he said unto you, do it. I wish I had a witness in here. Now, amen, she gave them the amen the premise as to how you can get things from Jesus. Amen. She said, whatsoever he said, don't ask him no question. I wish I had a witness in there. Now, I, 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 I know some of us in here, if we would have been there, we would have asked Jesus. And the, uh, uh, they, they need wine and and. and, and and, and this is a marriage is designed to be happy. And, and, and we were just invited. And here you are being asked to make some wine. And amen. But she says, gave them, amen, a direct amen order. She said, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. That's, that's a message for us today. When the, the Lord speaks to you, do it. Don't worry about the criticism. Don't worry about, amen, people disliking you and questioning you. That's all right. What you do is obey the Lord because obedience is better than sacrifice. 
So it is today, this first miracle of Jesus found questions, amen, about the wine. Well, the question is, amen, it's kind of rhetorical, it's kind of indirect, but it says, amen, they have no wine. Jesus, amen, knew they didn't have any wine before he left home. I wish I had a witness in here. He was not going to the marriage. He wanted to be the provider of happiness because love and marriage goes together, just like a horse and a chariot. If you have one another, amen, marriage, and don't speak to each other until you get to church. I wish I had a witness in here. Amen. Sitting in the car, looking out the window, Pull up to the stop sign, keep looking out the window, won't even say there's a car or it's clear. I wish I had a witness in it. And then when we get on the church parking lot, we grab each other's hand, try to walk up in here. Amen, like you're happy. I come down tonight to tell you. See, I was going somewhere else, but since y'all sitting there acting like y'all act, I hope y'all know I switch gears, don't you? I can stay on that street. Because one thing I learned by pastoring is that when folks don't say nothing, you close to their address. I wish I had a witness in here. Amen. But I would rather you to be sure and be still and quiet because it says to me you don't have no happiness. I wish I had a witness in here. But you need some Jesus. So the invitation and Jesus showed up. And let me hurry on because... She says to them, whatever he says unto you, do it. And there were, amen, this is interesting. I, I, I want you to get this. Verse 3, verse 1, shall I say, 2, 3, 4, and 5 deal with the question of the wine. But when we get to verse 6, it changes from the question of the wine, amen, to the quantity of the wine. Can I get a witness in here? Look what it says here in verse 6. It says, and there were set there six water pots of stone. Now, you see a come after that, right? In my Bible, it does. I don't know if you got a cheap Bible, you might not have no, no kind of quotation in it. But there are some cheap Bibles now. Amen. But it's a comma, and then it said, after the manner of purifying of the Jews. Now, that's something that most people miss. We don't get this line right here. Let me tell you what that really means. Notice what it says. I'm going to read it again. It said, and there was set there, amen, six water pots of stone after the manner of purifying of the Jews. Hello, somebody. There was a great big container outside of the residence of the house. It always had water in it for travelers. Remember, they did not have asphalt roads. They did not have gravel in the path. They walked in dirt and in sand. They wore what? Sanders. Or they walked barefooted. Right? So this is purified. That means this, just like we don't like for people to come in our house with shoes on, they couldn't go in a house without washing their feet first. I wish I had a witness. I'm trying to see. I want y'all to see what the wine was made from. Y'all got it now, don't you? He just got it, you slow boy. 
this, the, the one parts of stone was outside of the door. When strangers come to your house, they had to wash their feet from the dirt that was gathered in their traveling. Not only that, but if they was riding a beast, the beast drank water from that water pot. Y'all going to get it in a minute. <clears throat> and you're going to see it because now we deal with the quantity of the, the wine. And the Bible says here, amen, in the closing, amen, of verse 6, it says, containing two or three firstkins apiece. Look what Jesus says unto them. He says in verse 7, amen, he says, amen, uh, fill the water pots with water. And they fill them up to the brim. Now, this is what I want you to get, amen, because that which is in us without Jesus is filthy, is dirty, is nasty. I wish I had a witness in here. Then when Jesus began to work with you, to clean you up and out, I wish I had a witness in here. He began, amen, to do a cleansing from the inside out. Most of us in here can clean ourselves on the outside, amen, but we cannot clean ourselves on the inside. It takes God, amen, the creator of heaven and earth. It takes his son, Jesus, who, amen, loves us and gave himself as a ransom for Abraham. Well, the second miracle was not, amen, uh, just an invitation, but it, amen, come with purification. In other words, that God will cleanse us from all unrighteousness if we will confess with our mouth and believe it all in our hearts you will discover, amen, that God will work on you. I want to suggest to you today, amen, you cannot get so dirty that the blood of Jesus can't clean you. You cannot get, amen, so dirty that the word of God will not, amen, wash you. You got to understand, amen, that God requires holiness, there's no need of you reading this Bible, amen, or saying that this is your manuscript. If it's holy on the outside, it is holy on the inside. And if you got Bible on the outside in your hand, you need the word of God on the inside. Amen. You'll discover why so many people, amen, go off like a cheap clock. Amen. They, they sound the alarm like things are so bad in their life. But I want you to understand, amen, you cannot run from God. You got to learn how to be steadfast and immovable. The Bible said that Jesus, amen, told them to fill the water pot. Amen. They filled them up to the brim. And that's What's wrong with Mount Pleasant? That's what's wrong with Fairfield. That's what's wrong with every church. Amen. We are dirty, but we are not feel. I wish they had a witness. And I want you to know that Satan is very busy going about, amen, devouring whom he may. And if you got space and room or crack, amen, in your belief system, 
Satan will find a way to get in and mess with your attitude. Amen. You're mad about something on the job, but you're in church still pouting about it. One of the little saints will come around and speak to you and want to shake your hand, but you're so busy mad at the job. You can't smile and give them a spirit of happiness. And that's because you have ran out of wine. Can I get me a witness in here? The Bible declared that he said unto them, draw out now and bear a man unto the governor of the feast. The Bible said that they drew some out and carried it to a man, the rulers of the feast. And when they carried it to the rulers of the feast, amen, in verse 9, the Bible said uh, they tasted the water that was made wine. I wish they had me a witness in here. Amen. Duncans had drinking out of it. Horses and mules had drinking sheep and goats. Y'all going to talk to me. Amen. Dirty feet. Y'all. Amen. Dusty. Amen. Bodies. Amen. Had cleansed themselves on the outside. But how many of you know that the Lord can do all things? Amen. He can. Amen. Make a way out of no way. The Bible declared that the rulers of the feast tasted the water that were made wine. And look at this now. Here's another key verse. And knew not whence it was. Y'all going to get that in a minute. They didn't know it came from a horse drinking out of it. They didn't know, amen, it was from dirty feet. They did not know it was from the dust of rose of, amen, uh, Galilee. And I come by tonight to tell you, I don't care how dirty you are. Jesus can wash you and make you whiter than snow. Can I get me a witness in here? Verse 3 and 5 was his first miracle that came with an invitation. And it was, amen, uh, in order that God want everybody to come and learn how to be happy. You got to be happy even when enemies are tracking you and calling you everything but a child of God. I don't know what y'all come to do this morning, but I come to tell you that Jesus is on the main line. And if you need anything, you can call him up and tell him what you want. The Bible says in verse 6 through 7 that it would start dealing with his second miracle. And his second miracle was a man to take it from imitation to purification. In other words, that which is dirty, he can clean it up. That which is crooked, he can straighten it out. If it's too high, he can bring it down. If it's too low, he can raise it up. He can put running in your feet, make lame leg walk again, make dumb tongue talk again, unstop deaf ears, and put peace in a confused mind. Do anybody know Jesus? Has anybody ever tried him? And if he been good to you, you ought to help me preach a little bit and say yes. He was at the wedding, 
and they were questioning about the wine. He was at the wedding, and there was a man, the quantity of the wine. It was six, y'all gonna hear me, it was six water pots, which number six mean man. And they're on the message that God can take man, that is a man where he ought not be, and order his step, pick him up, and turn him around uh, to, and put him running in his feet uh, to, and some clapping in his hand. Uh, ain't God all right? Uh, I'll preach if you pray with me. I'll preach if you pray with me. I'll preach if you pray with me. But I'll pray myself uh, to, and then preach to myself. Uh, the reason why I can do it because Jesus uh, is on the main line. Uh, to, and if you need anything, you can call him up and tell him what you want. In verse 3 and 5, it's the question of the wine. Verse 6 to 7, it's the quantity of the wine. But then when you keep on reading, the Bible declared, amen, that the ruler in verse 9, made a testimony he said when the ruler of the feed had tasted the wine the water that had been transitioned by jesus the bible declared they drew out water for the governor of the feed he called the bridegroom and said unto him every man at the beginning, uh, do not set good wine, <coughs> amen, when men are well drunk, uh, then they wet that which is worse, uh, but thou hast kept the good wine uh, unto the very last, ain't God all right? You know one thing, uh, it was the question of the wine, uh, and the second thing was the quantity of the wine. But the third thing is the quality of the wine. Can I get a witness? Ain't it all right? If he meant it good to you, you look at your neighbor and say yes. If he made a way for you, you ought to tell him thank you. The Bible declared that the Bible declared when you go to the wedding, you ought to be happy. When you leave the wedding, you ought to be happy. Y'all know the little song that the little kids used to sing. If you're happy and you know it, say amen. If y'all happy on this side and you know it, can't you say amen? If y'all happy over here, and you really know it. Why don't you say amen? I see y'all in the balcony. But if you are happy and you know it, why don't you say amen? Everybody up in the house, if you know you're happy, can I get a witness? Well, let me do it like this. Pregnant, I wish I had a witness. I said, if you're pregnant, yeah, it would happen. You're the bus loser. I said, I'm so glad the Lord I serve. 
Quit running in my feet, uh, put clapping in my hand, and I know I got victory right now. Can I close on y'all? What I'm trying to tell you, if you drink the wine of Jesus, you can stay happy morning to night, 24-7, 52 weeks a year. I wish I had a witness. 12 months in a year, every day. Cause when you think about the goodness of Jesus and all he done for you, somebody ought to say, yeah, thank you, Jesus, for watching over me all night long. While I stumbled and slept, the devil was trying to make me sad. But I want y'all to know I got joy and the joy I have. The world didn't give it to me. Anybody got joy? If you got joy, you got some Jesus. If you got Jesus, you got some joy. Look and tell somebody the joy that I have. You didn't give it to me and I won't let you take it away. What I'm trying to tell you, what's wrong with the church? We need the new wine. If you get new wine, the choir can sing better. The usher will usher more. Amen. The welcome committee will put a smile on their face. And every deacon will have a prayer life. We have a steady room. We have joy and not always complaining because I found out I never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. Can I get a witness? You ought to drink some wine. You ought to get intoxicated. You ought to let it get in you. Your hand will act right. I wish I had a witness. Somebody want to know, where do you get the wine from? Let me show you where you get it. It was Jesus, the living water. It was Jesus, had all power. It was Jesus, who in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. When Mary said to the servant, Whatever he said, you better do it. I was the head of witness. Well, what I'm trying to tell you, Jesus was the word. I was the head of witness. The word was with him. The word was made God. What I'm trying to tell you, this book here, the word of God. If you want to get drunk, you ought to buy any word. Let it word in you, it'll make you walk. Show never right, ain't God all right. It'll make you have joy when you got enemy. Shooting fiery dots at you, but I want you to know your weeping may endure, but for a night. But how many up in here, y'all gonna make me lose my mind? Up in here, because the joy of the Lord 
in my strength. Ain't he all right? Do you know him? Have you tried? Ain't he all right? Won't he put bread on your table? Won't he put clothes on your back? Won't he be a roofer over your head? He is a rock in a weary land. He is my shelter in time of a storm. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Do anybody know Jesus? Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? If he been good, say yeah. If he made a way, say yeah. And they live happily ever after. If you want to leave with joy, won't you take a sip of the new wine? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord is. He's my joy. Yes, he is. Every round goes higher and higher. And all right, can't nobody do me like Jesus. When he get down on the inside, he like fire in my bones. And all right, I call victory. I call victory. Come on, victory. Put your smile on your face. Let somebody know I got joy, I got joy, and the joy that I have, you didn't give it, you ain't gonna get it, cause every time I think about Jesus and all he done for me, my cup run over, and all right. Ain't it all right? Ain't it all right? Won't he do it? Won't he put joy? Won't he give you peace? Won't he give you happiness? Won't he do it? Yeah! Yeah! You've been listening to the Mount On The Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. 
Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.